The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Kapp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome to Past Yet Present. Today we're going to be talking to and with someone named Michaela, who has come through before in these podcasts. She's an amazing young woman who transitioned out of body um, almost five years ago. And it's an interesting thing because her parents and she had come for a session in person before before her transition. She was very much into learning about um, how mediumship works, understanding all of it because a dear friend of hers had passed. We've come to realize the possibility that Michaela was also setting up her parents, though of course she might not have been conscious of what was going to be happening, but her parents, and we're, we're also friends, and whenever we get together, Michaela likes to come in and chat. We have a funny thing going on that I wasn't even privy to at the beginning. Michaela's mom, Carrie, who you're going to be meeting and hearing from, would sometimes pick a word with Michaela before we would get together and just see if it came up in conversation. And I love that because they love to play with us. They just love to play. So last night I was wondering about looking up and thinking, what should we be covering today? And I got the word music. And then I started hearing music and how music raises our vibration and is so expansive And our loved ones out there, especially kids, but all loved ones out there, they can communicate with us through music. They love to play with this, and it's easier for them than manifesting in different ways, because if we're using a device that's high frequency, a digital device, the vibration is closer to our out-of-body loved ones. They vibrate at that high frequency. So while electricity was the old form of doing it, and they still do that once in a while, and it's really fun. My mom loves to turn on the TV and flick the lights. Um, digital technology is higher still, and especially for the, <laughs> Michaela's laughing, the young folk out there, they love to play with this stuff. It's very high vibration. So Michaela's been coming through to her parents, and, well, we'll let Carrie tell you about it, but the one thing that's coming through loud and clear is there are a gathering of kids 
around Michaela as she's coming in to communicate and listen to her mom and maybe her dad will join us as well. Michaela is now working with support groups out there to help kids communicate with their parents when their parents aren't hearing it, feeling it. And again, we have to always remember that the physical grief is deep and our vibration is lower as we go through physical grief. So to be patient with ourselves and also patient with our loved ones out there who are learning how to do this at the same time that we are learning how to pick it up. So again, our home, of course, is out there, and then we make our home here in our physical body here on Earth. But when we go back, the transition, we basically want to figure out, it's, it's so funny, <laughs> they just interrupted, and Michaela says, isn't it the funniest thing? When we're in body, we look up and think about the heavens. And when we're in the heavens, all we want to do is be on the earth and hug the ones we love so that they can feel expanded and so that life on earth can feel maybe a bit more like heaven again. And again, we're not negating the grief. Carrie has a lot to share about this, and she said something quite profound when we were discussing what happened this morning was I was thinking, okay, we're going to do music, and Michaela came in and said, how about my parents talk? And I'll talk about music, but let's introduce our parents. So I don't know if Johnny is there, but Carrie is. So this is Carrie, Michaela's mom. And thank you for joining us today. And hi. Uh -oh. Thank good you. Morning. Yeah, good morning. And Johnny is here too. Johnny and Carrie, thank you. And Michaela is right here. And Michaela is just saying, why don't you just talk a little bit about how this has been opening up for you? And she says, you know, don't think too much because you have so much to share, but what will spontaneously come through right now is what she feels will best help all the kids who are out there who are trying to get their parents to a level of openness and understanding so that they can take a breath. So, I'll actually not talk for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing that's coming to my mind is gratitude, feeling for us that we embrace every single day something that we did beforehand but something that seemed so uh difficult uh when Michaela transitioned unexpectedly almost five years ago five years in April in the beginning just didn't understand at all how we were going to continue to move forward with that joy and gratitude that we so truly believed in beforehand never felt that there was a choice not to be uh grateful still but kind of having a hard time wrapping our brains around how we were going to do that coming from a place of just utter devastation so we have had experiences with Michaela in the very beginning metaphysical Studies was something I had knew very little about, even though we had seen Marilyn previous, four years previous to Michaela transitioning. I was afraid of, of it, and Michaela was very interested in it, and I thought it was cool and amazing, but it wasn't something that I was looking into for me because I didn't, I didn't need it. And then after Michaela's birthday, she transitioned on her uh, 22nd birthday. So two days later, I went up and uh, looked, went outside and looked up at the moon and I asked her a question. 
uh, just out of desperation, not knowing where an answer was going to come from. And in the morning, I had a very clear knowing and an answer. From then on, I set out to learn everything I possibly could about Michaela's continued existence, which we were fortunate enough to speak with Marilyn within days. And I was told that's where, that Michaela was right here. I didn't know how to believe that, but I, I chose to believe that. And what has unfolded since those early days has been incredible, magical, amazing, just heartwarming, and something that we are so grateful for every single day, along with the, the pain and the grief and the missing in the physical. It's a, it's a huge feeling that doesn't go away, but it's accompanied by this amazing knowing that's just it's inspiring every day. Uh, just and that's it, and that's how we we move forward. And I feel like we're moving forward with Michaela. I feel like every single thing that is brought to us, she has brought that to us at the exact right time for our healing journey. You you said something really amazing this morning. I mean, I just I just popped this on uh, Carrie and Johnny this morning. Um, before recording, Michaela said, ask them, ask them, ask them. And I was like, I don't want to put them on the spot. Um, but, you know, they were extremely willing to do this and and to share. And, Carrie, you said something that really stood out for me. You, you said that at this point you go to bed excited to wake up about what she's going to bring each day. And that blows me away because I can't even imagine when when you said that um, Michaela's I heard Michaela say that you know Michaela is working with a lot of kids like I said who are trying to get through to their parents and you know the same way that we're sharing through podcasts and books and talking and telling and love and hugs is you know the reality of the expanded you know that life and love continue um, all these kids were came in and Michaela said that a lot of these parents, they go to bed thinking, please, I don't want to wake up in the morning. And, and of course, I, I find that completely understandable. It, it is absolutely amazing to me that the heart can open up and you can have this communication and look forward to waking up just feels like that's what all of these kids out there are wishing for their parents. Because every day here on the earth plane is very important and it matters for us but it matters for them. They're very invested in whether or not we're okay. So do you want to share some of the signs? Because Michaela has been so prolific. Well, what would you like to share about that? We have some beautiful, beautiful signs that, um, again, so much gratitude for each and every one, those we see and, and, and those we miss. We know that she is is also learning how to send us all of these beautiful signs. But I do have a, a sign relates to music that I thought about when you mentioned music. A fun story, I'll, I'll make it short. Eight weeks after um, Michaela transitioned, uh, it was the first day I was going to be by myself. Johnny went back to work and, and our son was, was back at work. And it was the first day I was by myself and I decided I would 
go walk around the stores for a little retail therapy and, and get out of the quiet quiet house with my own thoughts and as I went to get into my car I dropped my keys underneath the car seat and uh, the car was parked in such a tight position in the garage that I couldn't open the driver's side to get the keys out from underneath this car seat so I had to go back around to the passenger side and as I opened the passenger uh, side door the uh, radio came on uh, wow. And, yeah, my car is a, was, at the time was 20 years old, and um, there were no fancy buttons to turn the radio on, you know, remotely or anything. And I, I was in shock. Uh, like, how was this song on playing on the radio? And so I thought quickly, I'll take my phone and I'll videotape the, the dash of the car showing the song playing and the music hearing the music and then also the keys the car keys in my hand the song that was playing was Camila Cabello Cabello's song called never be the same the words to that song and that phrase she was Michaela was so right she would never be the same but she would be I just knew that day, I just, I knew that that was her. I, I was in, I, I couldn't imagine, and of course I called Johnny right away to ask him, how could that possibly happen? How would the radio come on without the keys in the ignition? And there is no explanation for it. It's never happened since. But it was such a huge, such a huge impact on me because I realized that that was her doing that and the sign that she would never be the same. Not only would she never be the same, but I would never be the same. We would never be the same. And that was okay because we were still together. That, including other, other signs, showed me that we were not the same, but that didn't mean that we were in a bad way. We were not the same, that we were going to be growing together in the most magical, amazing, amazing way. So that was just one that came to my mind with music. And Michaela continues to communicate with us with music in ways that we both hear the song and stop and listen to it and and thank her for sending sending the different songs to us so really amazing and and she is just hanging out and beaming it makes her so happy and music of course opens up our hearts it's you know i i you know, I'm, I'm used to channeling, but something like this still blows me away. And Michaela's laughing and she's saying, well, you know, you have to realize, and this is Michaela, I'm learning how to do it at the same time that, uh, you know, you're trying to listen and hear, and I'm trying and learning how to do it. We get a lot of help out here. She is um, quite resourceful, obviously. She's been out of body now, what, not even five years. She's working with groups where she's helping kids get through to their parents because one of the biggest things that's tough for them, like we say, is that you know they, they want to put us at ease. They want to help us. And of course, they're learning along with us how to do it. The main thing they want us to know is that they're on a parallel path of wanting to, of course, communicate with us, but also to establish a way to stay connected. We've used the analogy before that sometimes when people transition out of body, we can think of it as they went to the vacation house or they went away for the weekend and we can't go until Saturday or Sunday and they went earlier in the week. 
Of course it matters what they're doing in the in-between time. Of course it matters what we're doing in the in-between time. And we love each other all along. Wouldn't it be wonderful to find a way to communicate with each other and let each other know how we're doing, but also to continue and expand the growth? Because when we get there come weekend, we're going to be so happy with where we are. I'm finding that, and they're jumping around out there. There are a lot of kids out there, and there are guides coming in. Um, a lot of what's going on now for us spiritually is we're doing the work, it feels, I've learned through channeling, that we would do after we pass out of body. We're expanding, we're understanding, we're looking to understand how we could be more conscious. Well, a lot of us are doing it here right now. And especially with the pandemic, when we've had so many people transition out, and not just from the pandemic, but a lot goes on in general, how do we maintain the communication and how do we rest assured that we will have our time together? What I hear, and this is not to negate any of the physical grief, but when, once we're out there, as soon as we hug, it's like all that time and grief falls away. Yes, we have the memory of it, but it is not, we don't carry it with us, we're together on the same vibrational frequency. So if we're not on the same vibrational frequency, we can turn the dials, and not just for our own support, of course we need it, but to help and comfort the kids out there and the people out there who are trying so desperately to come through. We hear again and again, heaven isn't heaven if we can't be with those we love. They're allowed to be with us, they're allowed to help us. And of course the key to that, and one thing that Michaela has really directed her parents with, they're at the beach all the time. I love watching um, the pictures that you post, Carrie. They're, you're out there in nature and Luna the dog is there and you know all of these things raise the vibration and make it easier for Michaela to get through. She says she'd find a way anyway, but her parents are actively having fun with her, raising the vibe, doing that part, even though it has to be, I'm, I'm sure, tremendously difficult. And maybe some days you can't do it. But the thing is that just the intention and the wanting to, they're saying, and this goes for the parents who might not feel as connected, just allowing the intention, yes, I'm, I'm looking for how you're wanting to come in. I'm encouraging you how you'd like to come in. The most important thing you can do sometimes when you're feeling so desperate for that connection is just to look up and send some love. As Alan in, in Love is Greater Than Pain explains, you know, we would not be in so much pain if we didn't love so much and so well. So when we have this amount of love and this amount of, oh, she's talking about transparency. There's, there's I, I'm wondering how she means that word. That was Michaela. There's something transparent and beautiful in terms of the energy that comes in is meant to share. It's for her parents, but you see, it raises their vibration, their vibration. It's contagious and continuous and it helps others. We're all in a circle holding hands, in body and out of body. But she says the most important thing to remember is what, what Carrie and Johnny are understanding, and it really eases Michaela because this is her reality. They're walking in parallel form, hand in hand, growing, expanding, and loving each other. And this continues, and it continues because of the intention. So all of these kids are out there with the intention 
And of course, there's so many parents and so many people out there who are missing those we love, but they have the punch in the stomach, it feels like, in the heart. It, it's, there's so much that grief does to the physical body. Allowing that and not trying to fight it can help it to expand us in terms of if we expand our energy and go hug someone, our grief vibration actually goes up. The missing doesn't stop. The thing is that vibrationally, when we understand that, that the ones we love out there are taking responsibility and making it their intention to reach out to us, that even if you don't know how, even if you're not sure, you can. <laughs> they can. Let's encourage them. I saw a great phrase that people who are not doing something shouldn't get in the way of the people who are doing something. I forget what the <laughs> phrase was, but it's one of those great quotes. And you know what it is? It's an invitation. It isn't, it isn't about don't get in the way. Be in the way. Be there and invite it in. As you hear and, and listen to people who have this going on, Carrie and Johnny, it's so important that you share because... I, I can't even imagine the desperation and the hollowness and, and the grief. And then you're actually like an alchemist turning, can't, you know, acknowledging the grief, allowing it. Of course, we have to allow it so we don't get sick. I just heard you get out of the way and let them talk. <laughs> because you're the ones who have something to share. And Michaela is just so excited because... This is contagious because, just one more thing, it's the love and expansion that raises our vibration. So as you're just listening to Carrie, as you're listening to Michaela coming through, as you're listening to Johnny, allow yourself to just expand and feel that lightness and feel that love. Mm. One thing I'd like to just say is, um, <laughs> what's, what's Michaela's favorite color? <laughs> Would you like to share that? That's one of the most special things. Yes, and I'm going to let Johnny share that story. I just wanted to add one thing to what you were saying. Even in the very beginning, when I wasn't sure about signs or when I heard about other people getting amazing signs and thought maybe, you know, doubting some of the signs or not sure if those were signs or I was making it up, one thing that was really key for me and for Johnny both is that we understood that our happiness was Michaela's happiness. And so even if I felt if we could choose joy and gratitude and happiness and play with the dog and uh, watch the sunsets and enjoy delicious food, I felt that everything that we did was for her in, in that Michaela would also be experiencing that great joy. So it was sort of a something that we put in place that knowing that if our happiness and our choosing gratitude and joy was also um, raising her vibration and helping her and so that was uh, helped us to choose love every day I will hand this over to Johnny and let him tell you about why iridescence is so <laughs> magical for us For starters, one of the phrases that we identify with very closely is post-traumatic growth. Uh, that's something that is one of our many mottos, and certainly we have 
experienced something very traumatic, and I, and, and I don't want the high vibration to overshadow the fact of that because I want this to be received across. But post-traumatic growth really, really does sum up a lot of the higher vibration that we've experienced. Messages that we've received have opened our hearts, as you said. Shortly after uh, we had a celebration of life uh, for Michaela, we were kicking around for um, quickly to choose a color to her, and we landed on lavender because she definitely loved that that scent, and we went forward with lavender. Well, shortly short time after that, one of Michaela's uh, former uh, boyfriends came over for a visit with us, and he asked to go for a walk with me, and so we walked and talked and. Among other things, he says, you know, you know what Michaela's favorite color was? And I said, well, I kind of think it was lavender. And he said, no, it, it's the color of oil on the road after after a rain. And I said, uh, okay, tell me more about that. And so that conversation evolved to the word iridescence. And so iridescence apparently was her favorite color and it was not foreign to us, but we just didn't know that that was the one. And so uh, within a matter of a week or so after having that conversation and we were kicking it around, we started to find iridescent material. And he had found, um, he worked at the zoo at the time, Wild Animal Park, and he found a large sheet of iridescent Something. cellophane on his car windshield. Uh, that was somewhat profound because at the Wildman Park, that type of material is prohibited and they don't they don't utilize that in any shape or form or fashion. So we, we noted that, but we moved on. And then Carrie and myself started to observe iridescent ribbons, um, very similar to what you would have uh, the diameter and dimensions of a, a balloon string. But we started to find them when we were walking our dog in our neighborhood other spots other significant areas far far flung and on a daily basis even now visually we they appear on our exterior video security camera in many many other locations and even out of state they show up in the most unusual and so carrie went looking for a source and to this day, we haven't really found a source of where they're coming from. We know Michaela isn't making them, uh, but she puts them. She puts them in our path in the most, the most incredible ways. And we have a large container full of them, and we thank her daily for those ribbons and also the ones that we miss because I'm sure we miss we miss many. But we're so very grateful, and it it, it lifts our vibration with each one that we bend over and pick up and bring home. That's really, really beautiful. I, it's so interesting. You said, um, we know she's not making them. I'm beginning to wonder. I'm beginning to think, you know, they can manifest things, but they also pull our attention to things. And it really is, is incredibly remarkable. The other thing you said is the ones we miss. And as you say that, there's a whole crowd of kids out there jumping around and getting really excited about that because 
the intention is there. So if, if people know that, yes, you're getting all of these signs, but you know that you're missing some, they don't have to be frightened or upset thinking they're missing them. They'll keep coming. But acknowledging that you might be missing them is basically looking at who's out there and saying, we know you're trying. We know you're trying to get through. And that, in turn, raises their vibration with our knowing. It's really about the shared intent and being on the same page. It's so wonderful for you to be sharing. We, we had dinner recently with some friends, and I channel their son for them. And he passed over 10 years ago. And they invited parents over whose only child transitioned about a year and a half ago, um, very suddenly. And the mom of the son that I channel was, was talking to them about how it's, it's, well, the grief never goes away. The missing never goes away. But she said, you know, you do learn to laugh again. You'll find that you're able to laugh. And it's, it's interesting because while we were together, their son was coming through and trying to get them to laugh. And one thing I'm always amazed at is kids know exactly what to do to get their parents to laugh because laughing immediately raises that vibration. And so this kid was coming through, but I realized about 30, 40 minutes later, we're all laughing. And yet, of course, it's still there. But, you know, it, it's interesting. It's a collaboration. I think the biggest thing is you're collaborating consciously with Michaela. Whether you see them or you don't see them, that collaboration is intact. And it gives her great, great comfort and makes her happy. Mm -hmm. And we feel that happiness in turn so much so like the infinity symbol you spoke about it it just keeps going around and around um in the most beautiful most beautiful way and this the signs are amazing and they feel like a beautiful gift but the knowing the knowing of your child's continued existence is is everything and that opens up that door to communicating and to smiling a lot. I I look over sort of my shoulder many times when weird things are said, when funny things happen, and I just I just have a smile and a knowing that she's right there and she is experiencing either something funny that someone said or something a little off or whatever it is. I just know and, and in the hard times too, I have literally felt her pick me up off the floor when I was in a in a, a puddle of um, tears um, I have felt that too um, and I have felt the grieving um, just un unbearable pain of, of not being able to literally stand up or move and then and then felt something come over me a knowing which not not a sign just a knowing like okay all right it's gonna be okay um, and then moving forward in a way that I don't think I would have been able to do without her infusing her strength in me. And so the signs come in many, many, and the communication in many different different ways, some visible, and, and then some is a knowing, and it's a, a knowing that you learn to trust, uh, and, and it feels the more that you trust it, then it just becomes a way of, of moving forward with the grief. And the grief, I really don't want to go away. Sometimes parents ask me, 
does it go away? When will it go away? And my response is always, you learn, you learn to live with it and you don't really want it to go away because that deep grief is a really, really deep love. And that love is like just the most beautiful feeling. And again, it just seems to, it just goes with the missing and the missing is the physical and the missing, but the awareness of that connection is the grief is, is just the hugest love. And I'm so grateful to have had that huge love here in the physical and then just mind blowing that it continues, continues on despite her not being in in body. And it's, it's, you know, it's it's interesting because I'm listening to you talking, but I'm hearing Michaela and I'm watching all of these kids with her and they're, they're just, you know, really excited about getting through to their parents. And I think it's so important to talk about sometimes you just feel it, sometimes you see it. You know, there are so many different ways to be picking things up. And I, I've noticed that the new crop of kids who are coming in, you know, we all have the moving parts to be able to feel and hear all of that. And I've noticed that um, a lot of kids who are picking up very naturally and organically, uh, they're not doing it through the five senses so much. They'll feel it. They'll feel that wave. Now, when I was younger, I would get it through the senses and try and decipher it. And it took a long time. And as I'm getting older, it feels like I'm relying on the physical less and less and allowing the energy. Again, thinking about that energy is our primary language. So why am I telling you this? Michaela says she had me tell you this to say, we're going back to our primary language to communicate with each other. Before Michaela was born, you know, a lot of people, regardless of how they come in, whether we carry our babies or have surrogates or adoption or however they come in, our souls are all connected. And when we know there's a little one coming in, we'll be singing and talking. Even even if it is through other means, we can send that energy out. It's our language is, is energy. When we're holding each other, when we hug each other, all of that is energy. So when somebody goes out of body and we're looking for those very, very tangible signs because our brain needs them because we're missing them on the physical plane and we want a physical, physical reminder so that we can hold it, literally hold it. And they're saying that it takes practice for them, but energetically, if we just go to the energy part of it and exactly what you were just talking about, we're going back to the primary language of how we communicated before any of us came in body, what it was like when you know our kids are pre-verbal, all of that. So it just makes so much sense that love and energy is the primary. And then all the other signs come in. You know, it's very interesting. Sometimes when I'm channeling kids, I will often get the feeling of letdown, of milk production. And whether or not anyone ever nursed, it's, it's really about we nurture. Kids come in and we catch them and we nurture them. And of course, if they transition before us, there are so many loved ones out there to catch them and nurture them. But they are literally trying to give us like mother's milk. They're trying to help us energetically. And as they translate it into physical form, yeah, we can really run with it. And it's great fun. And electricity and then digital technology raises the vibration so that we have more and more of it. What's come in before is that within probably 25 years or so, everybody will have communication through digital technology. The pioneers right now, somebody like the, two, you know, people like the two of you who are opening it up with primarily 
connection with Michaela, loving her so that she's okay and she's growing and moving forward with your love and support actively. And she gets to do that with you. Whether or not there are signs coming in initially, knowing that that is what one can do. And you said something really beautiful that you learned as you went. And I think that we have to have patience with ourselves because it's such a huge and devastating on the physical plane how, again, I'm so amazed at your ability to share that you look forward to waking up in the morning. And there are all these kids out there who are saying that just that one line is giving their parents hope. It really is. And it's really about sharing. But going back to that energetic language, that's what love is. So instead of working so hard to get it right, it is right. It just is. That love comes through. Mm. And I think I, I'm hearing you so much about that energy. And I think in the beginning, the energy is uh, the grief, however long. With the, with, uh, and when I say the beginning, I, I'm not putting any time frame on that. But uh, sometime in the beginning, shortly after your child or loved one transitions, you don't know how you're going to cope with the day. You just don't know how you're going to even get through a day. And sometimes you get through the day and don't even look back and don't even know how you even know. But somehow you get through the days, but you're not, it's a struggle. And... Uh, although I never had thoughts of, of checking out uh, to follow Michaela, I was not. I felt like I wasn't going to be the same, and I didn't know how I was going to find joy and be happy and be here with Michaela's dad and her brother and our our family and be be a part of it the way that we had been. And through learning. And through wanting to know everything I possibly could about where Michaela was, uh, as if she had moved to a different country, and I needed to know every single thing about where she where she was and what language they spoke and and what they did there and what the culture was, and and once I started getting on that path, and then it was truly uh, waking up and sharing stories with Johnny about things that we remembered and dreams and. And then it was uh, just really exciting to find out each day what not only we were going to experience, but what we were going to be learning together with Michaela, because I knew she was learning and expanding, and I knew that our happiness was her happiness. And so knowing those things and then just being open to just the magic of it all, it just continued to come in, and I think it did switch from not being sure how we were going to get through um, her birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, all of those birthdays that we had always spent together and had family dinners and the holidays and to um, just being excited about every single day in the present moment and how grateful we were and how beautiful it was and how this is an amazing way to go through the physical life that we're experiencing with Michaela and she's in the spirit in the spirit realm. So uh, a whole new way of thinking about things, the energy that's behind all of that is just the hugest love. And when you tap into that love you have for the person that has transitioned, 
that you love so much, when you just tap into that love, it seems to all um, just unfold from there and expand and, and more and more is presented to you. I, I find more and more presented each day. And that's, that's what makes me excited to get up every day and kind of figure out what, what's gonna, what are we going to experience today. It's, it's really just incredible. And Michaela is saying that makes her excited. You know, it's so funny. They'll often say they're really glad we get to sleep. Sometimes they'll play with us in our sleep and we go out dancing and we'll fly around with them. But sometimes we're sleeping and, and they get to expand and grow. The bottom line is that our spending time with them and interacting with them does not take them away from the things they need to be growing and learning. They say again and again, and I, I repeat it often, heaven wouldn't be heaven if they couldn't be with the people they love. And just, again, the intention raises the vibration, and it raises their vibration. And, of course, we're still living in the physical world. I, I remember when my mother passed, I could channel for other people, but for over a year I couldn't channel her even though I felt her nearby. You're, you're right. We have to really respect what the body is doing and you know, allow that vibration because we could try as hard as we want. And if we're, you know, if we're in that place that we just need to let it dissipate, that's an honest part of it. It's, it's so beautiful because it's really the key to everything and which you said that your happiness is Michaela's happiness. That's true when it, in a physics kind of way because the higher your vibration, the more you can hear her, the more you can download because they literally are vibrating at a higher frequency. And so what raises our frequency? Love, joy, doggies jumping in the ocean. All of the things that you are actively choosing, again, it's choosing to do. And maybe there are some days you can't choose to do anything. I th it's such a beautiful thing to be sharing this because I, I can hear that it's making these kids so, so, so happy because it will be easier to get through to their parents and establish this communication that that's ongoing. It's ongoing whether you know it or not, so you might as well tap in and have the joy of it and grow together. And your sharing is, you know, somebody who's listening, just, I, I have a feeling, Michaela is saying, it's basically, it's like you're giving mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation to the people here whose vibration, it's so hard. And just hearing you, it's, it's a miracle, they're saying, because they know what's possible. And even if you don't know what you, how much or what, or you're in that place that's so beyond words, you can still look up and say, hey, I'm with you, I'm with you. And mm -hmm. it gives them so much comfort. And that's a huge point as well, too, because I wouldn't want anyone to feel like they aren't being happy enough or choosing gratitude enough or choosing joy enough. And, oh, that's easy for them. They somehow can do that, and, and I'm not in that place to do that. Is a choice that we make every single day. It's not something that um, just came to us and we could skip around like it, we weren't carrying this huge, huge pain. Uh, it's, it's just a choice. And I, and I think that the, the choice is, is made because we want to have Michaela 
see us as still enjoying and experiencing our time here in the physical because we wouldn't want her to think that she had taken that from us. And I think because we want her to see us the way that we've always been and and know that, yes, having her transition uh, has changed a lot of things for us, but it also changed us in a, in a, a beautiful way, in a stronger way, in a more expansive way, and that's a choice that I would hope that other people would would also other parents or, or, or other people who have lost someone that they loved um, that in that desperation, even if it just meant saying yes to going and getting an ice cream or saying yes to a walk around the block or, or, you know, spending time with a friend, having coffee, say yes to things that could bring joy. And you'll find that the more that you say yes, the more of those things that just, multiplies the joy I find that it uh in the beginning you don't want to really speak to anyone or or see anyone and it's easy to just sort of keep your thoughts to yourself and then you smile at a stranger and and then you just they don't know what you're going through and you don't know what they're going through but that little little specks of joy seem to really multiply and I think that it isn't just like a choice like oh well, we just chose joy and then everything was great and we got all these signs it was uh we choose joy every single day and even when there are rough moments uh we experience those but then we we come back to the the choosing happiness um and gratitude because we know that that is what you do for someone you love you're there to support them in that joy and happiness and so we continue to, to do that and that's what I would hope for everyone. Not that it's always easy, but it's each day you have the chance to, to choose it again. And what, watching Michaela as you're talking, she's just <clears throat> grinning from ear to ear, and she says, you're teaching. You're showing people the way. And, you know, one, one thing we've talked about before in the podcast is, you know, thinking about getting it right, and our society has a lot of ideas about grief, of course, and if we try too hard with the mind, our vibration is, you know, the mind is a wonderful thing, but our higher vibration is the heart, our instinct. Um, and if we think too hard or try too hard, we could be getting in our own way. And yet, at the same time, kids are giggling out there and saying, even if you do that, the intention is heard. Mm. You know, even if it's, if it's that, the intention is heard. There's no right, right way or wrong way of doing it and you know it's it's so interesting as well at the beginning you talked about that you weren't you didn't have the need for it you know it's interesting but you didn't have the need and of course I think for a lot of people they get into this when the need is so great and that love is so great that you want to find a way to put your love somewhere and there's so much of grief is where do you put the love and knowing that they're they're receiving it knowing that they're helping others learn how to have that reciprocal relationship, that's, there's so much there because that's how we raise the bar for everybody and how we expand. And, you know, again, Michaela is, is 
has support groups out there where she's already regarded as, okay, you figured this out with your parents. I mean, how can we do it? So she is helping kids figure out how to do the signs. And, you know, I, I had a funny thought also while you were talking. You know, very often, you know, as, as parents, when we get older, the kids grow up and take care of us. Um, and, and those rules switch. When there's a transition, it switches even sooner in a way because they want to parent us by getting through to us. But they still, Michaela is saying, but we still need you to be the parent. You're choosing every day. So it's like you're rolling out the red carpet, whether or not I'm going to walk on it or dance on it. And that's everything. Just, you know, look up and just say, yeah, okay, hey. And that could give someone out there such impetus to just, oh, okay, all right, I've got this. We're learning together and we're expanding together. And again, the physical grief, we're in the physical world. I remember when my father passed, I remember being very angry that the sun came up. I, I didn't understand how the world kept going when mine changed so much. So... You are in a position to really share and not just what it's like on the physical plane, but understanding how much it can expand and how tangible it really is, even though we might think it's not tangible. But it is. It totally is. And I had all those same feelings, too, that you speak about. You know, the holidays drew near, or different seasons came, I didn't, or, or a new year. You know, you don't know how, it just seems unfair. Like, how can we move forward when, for us, uh, Michaela didn't get a, a chance to, you know, experience the next holiday or the next birthday or this, or new year. But I, I did use one utilize one tool in the beginning when I didn't have the strength I asked her for help and I started that communication I didn't know whether she heard me or not I thought she did because I had that experience a couple of days in but your mind plays tricks with you and you don't know if you're making things up or you're just wanting to believe something but I never stopped asking her to give me strength and that I believe that communication with her when I couldn't find it within myself, I believe that she instilled it in me. Uh, and because I didn't feel like it was my strength, I felt like it was hers. And I feel like just asking for, for help. And then, I, and then I later learned about guides and my team, uh, which is something I didn't know about at the time. But uh, initially, I just asked her to help me. I told her how much I loved her. I told her so many times <laughs> and then I missed her and and I would ask for help when I really felt that I didn't have it within me um, that's when I mentioned how and there were times when I literally could feel myself being lifted up and I didn't know how I went from a puddle on the ground to being upright and then moving forward and doing a chore in the house or emptying the dishwasher or something I, I just didn't know how I went from one to the other and then I I acknowledged her and I said thank you like I know that that's you I know this is your strength so if you're not quite there you can always uh ask for help and it it does it does arrive it does it really does thank you so so much for sharing you know 
it's one thing I've come to learn about channeling and sharing and the podcast. You download energy. So if you're listening to this, some of this, <laughs> Michaela's smiling from ear to ear. They're sending you energy. They're sending you love. At our house, we call it the wave. We get the wave, that like little download where it starts in your head and it just feels like tingling all the way down. It's, you know, the hug, the wave. We're sending it to you. All of this is sending, we're sending it to everybody. Take a breath, take a deep breath. And know that all of us are spiritual beings and our loved ones who are out of body, yes, they're out of body, but we are, we're in body. We're spiritual beings just like they are. And the physical body should not be prohibitive for us to be able to download the information and we can stay in body and we can stay here and we can develop that communication and it's interesting because um, Michaela is saying it's like swimming or breathing. It's something that the spirit knows how to do, remembers how to do since before coming into the physical body. And of course, we're distracted. But if the need is there, you know how to do this. It's your birthright. It's your soul right. And you're always connected. And that love is always there. And you're living that truth. Carrie and Johnny, you're living that truth. And it helps Michaela and all her pals out there um, spread the joy. And even while there is grief, allowing, allowing that balance so that spirit and spirit can hug even while we're in this physical body. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Past Yet Present. And, you know, like Michaela, she's laughing. She's, she's saying past. Huh. No, no, no. I like focusing on the future. And, of course, we spell it P-A-S-S-E-D. But, you know, the past, the past with a T, is very important. She loves reminiscing and having fun with it. But there's a right now, and she's smiling and hugging her parents and saying, and we have a future, too. And that future includes, you know, in many, many years when we're in the same frequency and hugging each other. But that includes right now. It absolutely includes right now because we're spiritual beings sending out that love and they're sending it back to us. Thank well, you, Terry and Johnny. Thank you, Marilyn. Appreciate the opportunity to speak with you, as always. Thank Much you. Much love. Love you guys. Love you too. Send out love to everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at MarilynCapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.